It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really, really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly. I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I usually do this every single week. For those of you that had a chance to join me last week, I had the opportunity to interview Tom Ziegler for the second time, and it was really a fantastic episode. If you missed it, you can catch the replay on iTunes. Just search for Success Profiles Radio. In fact, you can download and subscribe, too. That would be really great. One question I asked him was, what is the greatest success habit that has impacted your life? And his answer was that he was he's always aware of what input he allows into his mind. You can't expect greatness to flow from you if you don't allow greatness to flow into you. For me, I like to read and listen to positive books and audios. Essentially, I evaluate what will help my life and my career, and I try to minimize my exposure to the news and other sources of constant negativity. If you listen to negativity long enough, you eventually believe that it's true. But if you listen to positive messages long enough, you will begin to believe those as well. So just ask yourself, what are you allowing into your life. It'll affect you a lot more than you think it does. So with all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my very special guest. His name is Jamie Noodleman. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Jamie helps trainers, online coaches, and small business owners to develop their content distribution strategy for social media and YouTube. He's been a professional in the fitness industry for over 10 years, focusing on digital marketing, private one-on-one consulting, and empowering his clients to adopt a health based lifestyle. Jamie's love for fitness and holistic health comes from the desire to live the best possible lifestyle while feeling a sense of harmony on the inside. Jamie lives in Toronto, Canada, where he enjoys getting out into nature and sharing moments with his most dedicated friends, clients, and family. We will talk about so many things on today's show, and I cannot wait to dive in. So here we are with my very special guest, Jamie Newellman. Jamie, how are you? Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me on. I am feeling fantastic. It's, It's a great day today. Yes, it is a fantastic day today. I'm very excited for the show. So the first thing I always ask people, Jamie, is just give us a little sense of your background, your backstory, maybe some of the things you overcame and what brought you to where you are right now. And we'll spend the whole first segment talking about this. Yeah, right on. Uh, I don't want to rush this because um, usually when I go on podcast, I like to rush this part. But the story is really important because that's yes. how people can uh, relate. Um, I'm a, Basically, I'm a former personal trainer, used to work in commercial gyms, used to serve private clients, specifically um, just anybody. I then shut that down and I went into online coaching, working with specifically busy entrepreneurs, the ones who are working 18 hours a day, you know, the ones who are consistently hustling. And I did that privately for about a year. And then that led me now to the new direction where I'm more so consulting with trainers and coaches and actually helping them with content distribution, because that's the hardest thing that almost everybody will have when it comes to getting awareness out about your brand, but more so delivering your pieces through video. So that's where I'm at right now. Absolutely. So if we dive back, how did you Mm -hmm. decide to get involved in personal training? Uh, It's interesting because 
before I went into personal training, like I never thought I'd be doing this. I, I went to the gym. I, I exercised. Uh, I got influenced when I was 16 during my high school days. And it, it was interesting because I used to be the, the chubby, little overweight kid. I was very insecure, very introverted. And I still am today. But I was very hardcore into video games. I would play MMORPGs, mass multiplayer online games all day uh, after, after school, six hours. And it was really interesting because I was nonstop. But on top of that, it was consistent for me because, you know, it taught me a lot of strategies and ways to think throughout the process of my day. Um, but what inspired me to go into training uh, was I was doing a lot of digital marketing prior to that at college. And then I, I really just didn't have a way with it. I didn't feel influenced by it. I was really bored by it. Um, consistent learning of leg, uh, web languages and all these different aspects of you know media, I burnt myself out. And that's pretty common when it comes to everybody. So due to that, I basically okay. directed myself to, to go right into um, learning how to become a trainer. And that's all that happened. And that okay. basically inspired me to go into this today. Okay. There were a couple times where you where you cut out a little bit. Um, oh, really? Yeah. But um, anyway, let, let's keep going and see what happens here. So, uh, how is it that you decided to uh, make make a business out of it? So, I used to work for commercial gyms, and they tried to teach me a lot about because I wanted to be a trainer. I wanted to help people, Brian. It's just I don't, I don't. I wasn't worried about sales and making money, and you know, doing a lot of the things that many get. You know, obsessed and consumed by. I just wanted to help people get fit, lose weight, get stronger, look sexier. You know, it's it's a common need. You know, we should all feel this way. But when when I started commercial gyms, I wasn't happy uh, because they were always trying to teach me how to sell, and I, I wasn't able to get that working because I just wasn't wanting to be a salesman. Um, and just refresh me on the question again, just so I can be okay. a bit more clear. Okay. How is it that you decided to break out on your own and do this on your own? Right. Okay, so um, what? interesting enough, I got let go of a gym job, and then I proved it to myself to work at a gym, but then opportunities came to build a business. I got inspired by many other trainers online who were doing their own thing, charging two, three, four hundred dollars for these monthly programs, and I thought to myself, well, I can create results for myself and clients. Why can't I do this online and reduce the amount of hours I work? So I slowly started transitioning into building an online presence, Facebook, Instagram, uh, tampering with all forms of posts and whatever is commonly practiced at that time in the past. And, you know, through a lot of failure and experience, it inspired me to build this online business. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember your first client? Yeah, I do. I remember I just left my first gym job. Uh, it, it completely destroyed my ego. I got told by the manager there that I might not be fit for training. And I thought, <laughs> no, no. You wanted me to be a salesman, not a trainer first. So I basically used that to actually create more courage and confidence to film, build a whole back library of exercises, build an online site. And I actually did a small mini launch on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Problem was I only got one client, but that means it worked. And I got mm -hmm. my first client in 2015. I think it was April or May. And it was exciting because I was like, wow, I worked all this time and I put all this effort in and I got a client in a sale. So that to me means that this stuff works. Absolutely. I certainly understand that. Was your family supportive of the entrepreneurial side of you? Um, well, my dad runs his own business. He's in the he's also in media. He does more on the print side. So he definitely understands where like what what it's about when it comes to 
you know, running your own show. Um, but he's more brick and mortar based these days. But for me, it's uh, it's very similar because I see what he does. He gets up early, goes to his office, does his thing. And then I realize maybe I can do that, too. You know, train clients, go online, have many different avenues and ways to generate income and live a great life. And, you know, to date, it's, I'm realizing how much easier it is to do this because there's so many different things under my, you know, under my belt. So my family supported me. But at the time of the story I was telling when I started the business, I was five hours away and yeah. they were concerned for me. It was really interesting at the time. Of course. So personal training requires a lot of discipline. Starting a business requires a lot of discipline. Do you think there's a relationship between building your body and building a business? I think business can be taken out of context too much. And I think a lot of people get caught up with the wrong reasons. Um, I don't want to talk about that, though. But mm -hmm. I think many can take that and do it the wrong way. There's no right or wrong. To me, I have my own belief system on what's right and wrong. And I made mm -hmm. many mistakes. Your body, though, if we don't take care of our body, especially as entrepreneurs, we're going to collapse. And if you're starting this at the age of 20, 30, 40, there's a difference in terms of how your health will benefit you. But there definitely is a difference between in terms of correlation because your health allows you to go longer you have more energy you have more focus you're more productive you are smart with your time you're not sitting here all day in a chair for 10 hours plus and getting up and feeling back pain you're maybe spending four hours feeling healthier sleeping and then your your productivity is allowing you to work better with your business your to-dos managing your team and that's a big difference when it comes to weekly progression monthly progression quarterly goals and the list goes on yeah, absolutely. There's so much information about health and fitness and nutrition online. A lot of it is wrong. How do we know what's right and what's wrong? Because there's so many divergent views on everything. Yeah, it's a really funny topic because I took this huge opportunity for myself. I just realized I wanted to start tampering with things. I've always tested diets and protocols. Um, what I've noticed is that, you know, Facebook ads, you know, things on YouTube, like the YouTube ads, you know, I noticed there's trends and it picks up on low carb dieting, keto, you know, high protein diets. You know, it's like the bodybuilding way, the competitor way. And I really think that there's a lot of misled information because a lot of it's just generic, right? You know, eat less calories than you have to versus what you burn and then you lose weight or eat more protein. It's better for you. Eat more salads. This is stuff that's been readily available for years. And I think the problem is that everyone's just, you know, repurposing the same content. Um, but what I'm more into now is testing different diets and protocols that aren't talked about a lot. So the way to figure that out, uh, there's not like a magic formula. For me, it's a matter of looking at what specifically you want to do because everyone's individualized. And this is what I used to speak about when I did a lot of health coaching because everyone would come to me. Should I not eat? Should I eat first thing in the morning, breakfast? Can I eat before bed? There's so many myths out there that complicate the process because when you think about weight loss, building muscle, feeling better, it's really not that tough. It's just when you have 90 different ways of traffic coming your way, asking you to do keto, high protein diets, sleeping early, doing this, taking this supplement when you don't need it, you don't know what to do. And it's a matter of being stuck in paralysis analysis. No, I, I totally understand <laughs> that for sure. We've got about a minute or so. To our break, my very special guest this week is Jamie Nittleman, and he's uh, got a, a background in fitness training, and he does coach businesses and people online. Uh, he works with busy entrepreneurs, digital entrepreneurs, 
on their health. And he wrote an article for me in Success Profiles magazine in the April edition. And I'm very grateful for that because it was really fantastic. You can pick up Success Profiles magazine at successprofilesmagazine.com and you can subscribe if you'd like to read that and everything else. And when we come back from the break, we will talk about Jamie's new program. He will talk about the four A pillars, how he came up with it and what those are and how that can help us to create a healthier lifestyle. We will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will return shortly. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time. You may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jamie Noodleman. And before we continue, I do want to let you know that my new book called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, is available in bookstores. It's in Barnes & Noble. It's also on Amazon. I'd love it if you pick that up. It's a compilation of the greatest wisdom from some of my greatest guests on my show. And I've had people tell me that it's really amazing. So I appreciate that. And uh, you can pick that up. You can also download and subscribe to Success Profiles uh, radio on iTunes for free. Leave a review. That would be also fantastic. So, Jamie, I want to ask you, helping entrepreneurs level up their health is a huge passion of yours. And you've pivoted away from private personal training clients. How did you decide that this was the niche you wanted to help? It was interesting because I stumbled across an entrepreneur who had been 
<clears throat> in a community for, for about five, six months. And I started noticing he was becoming more relevant on my newsfeed. He was becoming, I was, he was seen everywhere. And this came to the point where he was looking for a trainer. He was in Toronto where I am and me and at least 12 other trainers were trying to obtain him as a client. And I was persistent in the sense that I started private messaging him, poking him, bugging him, because we all know now, especially for in entrepreneurship on Facebook, you know, our messenger box will fill up so fast and you might not even see a chat box go away. So most people just need to be spammed and reminded, you know, we're consistently thinking. And um, I actually got this client and he, he was he was an interesting fellow um, because he taught me and inspired me to build something out for entrepreneurs. He said, you should work with people like me because we need this. I need this. And I'm not the only one sitting here. There's a lot of people out there, especially entrepreneurs who are busy doing what they're great at, but they're not taking care of their health or they may have figured it out, but there's more to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or they may think that they don't have time to take yes. care of that. Well, that was the big thing because, um, well, I worked with, uh, his name was Scott Olford and he is interesting because at the time of working with him, uh, he was consistently working all day, sitting in a chair, um, working long hours and, you know, trust me, it brought success. It's just, it creates an illusionary mindset of you feel like a prisoner to what you're consistently always doing as an entrepreneur. Um, and I'm kind of against that these days because it's too much. It's not good. No, absolutely not. So let me ask you about intermittent fasting because that's a huge buzzword right now. I think the way I understand it, you you basically agree not to eat for 16 hours, you know, starting at night and then not until approximately your noon meal the next day. You're sleeping for eight of those hours, hopefully, but it's a lot more than just skipping breakfast, right? I mean, the person on the surface might think, well, that's all it is, but there's got to be much more to it than that, right? Yeah, the problem is that for the longest time we've been told to eat breakfast and there really hasn't been there's been reasons why like oh it gets your body started you feel better you have energy and that can be true for a lot of things right depends what you do how you work if you're in corporate you know it can be so many different reasons if you, if you exercise training when you haven't eaten versus when you've eaten there's a huge difference in how your energy in the body works um but fasting in terms of window I used to do window fasting. I, would, I did the one that you talked about, you know, 16 hours not eating and then do an eight-hour window. Uh, but then I found that was limiting me because I would be too specific and I'd get obsessed with it. So what I started doing was I got inspired from many other fitness entrepreneurs themselves with their systems. But I started following the concepts of the warrior diet. And I like this book and, and you know, lifestyle because it ties back to our old days, which is why fasting is just brought back into this reality, right? You know, ancestors mm -hmm. used to harvest and eat little throughout the day and the warrior diet's basically eating you know lettuce vegetables fruit very mildly throughout the day and then you have the big feast at night uh, and that's what i used to do i used to and then i kind of incorporated that into fasting where i would drink coffee i would fast or sorry i would blunt hunger and i would drink sparkling water or just something that would keep me full and i would break the fast at a certain time maybe 12 1 2 3 maybe 4 5 make it more aggressive but I would never have a cutoff time. If I was up to one or two in the morning, maybe 12 at night, that's when I was done. I would just eat until I went to bed. I didn't create this stressful mindset of, oh, I've got to eat this food now. And I have to wait three hours and go to bed because that creates more stress. And we don't want stress as entrepreneurs, as human beings in general, because it's going to cause problem. We don't want more cortisol. We want it equally balanced. So yeah. that's solved a lot. That's fantastic. So there is a specific methodology that you use to help 
entrepreneurs recapture their health and fitness. And you call it the 4A pillar system. Tell us about this. Well, first of all, how'd you come up with this? It, it was basically a system I had previously, but it never had a name or a wording that flowed. It was just very generic, like eat, train, uh, mindset, routine. And then I realized that it didn't work for those that I worked with at the time. So I rebranded it as the 4A pillar system. Okay. And it's interesting because it's broken down into four different areas. And to keep it simple, the first thing is I always look at some like when I used to work with a lot of clients online, I would look at what is the current problem? What do they have to alleviate that is defined as pain? Because every single person will have a pain. There's a lack of something. They want something, whether it's, you know, six pack abs or just feeling more energetic. A lot of clients I worked with just wanted energy. They didn't want to lose weight, but they lost weight. But it's a matter of what is the actual pain. So identifying it first is the first step, and then you alleviate that. And then the next thing, because this is a big trend, um, and if anyone's going to take anything from this uh, entire show, is appetite. Looking at the food you eat, and that's the second pillar. Uh, you want to look at appetite and the way you eat, because food is so important for genetics. It's so important for our DNA structure. It's the way we grow, the way we think. Uh, if you're eating steak every day, you know, in 10, 15, 20 years, you might have some crisis in terms of health and disease that can cause you something to happen and that's because you consistently ate that way it's looking at the food you have the quality the source where it's coming from next would be action that's a third pillar which is exercise physical activity um, it doesn't have to be weight training it could be walking moving rock climbing hockey sports it could be you know something in the water it could be water sports whatever it is do something that makes you smile, makes you feel happy on the inside. That's all that matters. Burn calories, have fun. And then the last one is what many people do wrong. They don't apply this. And this is why the so-called um, New Year's resolutioners exist, because they go to the gym for two weeks, they feel good but offset, but then they quit because the habits hasn't they haven't stuck. So repetition is important with accountability to create habits. And sometimes it takes more than two weeks to build that habit. It might take 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, maybe a year, depending on what the specific thing is. But you want to automate this entire lifestyle because someone might not be doing the training, but they're eating right. But then they fall off and altogether. But you want to automate everything. And automation is the fourth pillar, which is very, very relatable to Internet marketing because we have the automated sales funnel, you know, the landing page, the system that gets our clients and leads. It's kind of interesting how I thought of it because that's the world I'm in, too. Absolutely. So to summarize Alleviate pain is the first one. Appetite is the second. Action is the third. And automation is the fourth. Exactly. Fantastic. So as you have been working with clients doing this, what opportunities has this led you to? Has this led you to more clients? Has this led you to uh, bigger clients? Or what opportunities has led, this, has led to this for you? Uh, it's neat. So working with clients, I've, I've met tons of entrepreneurs. I've you know, it's, it, it allowed me to start this business that I had, my executive trainer, and then I started the podcast, uh, you know, just a show similar to this, a little different, but, it, you know, it taught me more about how to connect with people, how to talk, storytelling, relationship building, um, and it even got me into a couple companies because I'm shifting to more of the, the content distribution, the video side, because so many people just don't have the time to do that, they'd rather delegate it, and I started working with a couple health companies, working with their video, their message. And what I found neat is that I'm still in the fitness industry. I'm still helping companies with their message. It's just they have more people and they have it together better. So I realized, wow, this is awesome. So it led me down many different paths. But now I'm noticing that a lot of trainers and coaches don't really know what they're doing. And I consistently have trainers messaging me saying, do I run ads? Do I do this? Do I do 
you know, a website? Do I build a program? Do I just, you know, go on, uh, you know, local advertising websites? So it's really interesting because I noticed there's more of a need for that. And I'm more of a techie, more so a wizard when it comes to working on websites, video. And it's a little weird because I used to be in the health scene and I still am. It's just a different side of things. It's going back to that media side that I went to school for prior to becoming a trainer. Wow, that's that's fantastic. I, I love <laughs> that. So you are basically you're you're working with people online. Uh, mm -hmm. Let me just ask what what I mean, obviously, there are advantages to working with someone online versus in person. There are people who would still prefer to work with people in person. But how how valuable has that experience been for you being able to coach people online instead of meeting them in person? I think if you want to exercise and have accountability, you want to get a trainer in person. I never used to say it that way because I was stubborn because I wanted clients real bad um, in the yeah. old days when I was starting. But then I realized that training online is just an, it isn't practical. Uh, it, I and that's kind of it's hard. I can contradict that because I once did a photo shoot in 2017 and I wanted to hire a coach to feel what it was like to be coached. I didn't need a trainer because I've done so much training and form technique that I know it. But for someone who doesn't know that stuff and they're going to hurt the, their body and don't know one exercise from the next or what's going to build this muscle or burn this the, the certain way, it's better to get a trainer who's local who can either come to you if you don't if you don't have time and you need a quick workout or you can go to a gym. Um, but the online portion is cool for health coaching, mindset, anything spiritual, um, energy, which is it gets a good and bad rap, but it's it's true. It's real stuff. But it's more so the health side, the mindset stuff that is great for online coaching because it does allow you to show up. You build new habits. You feel better. Confidence. It's great. Yeah. What is the number one way you use to get clients in your business? So a lot of it was me actively doing it like talking to people, seeing what they needed. And then it came more to word of mouth. Previous clients would then talk about their journey publicly on Facebook and that would attract others. They'd reach out to me. We get on phone calls, they'd sign, we would do three months minimum. And then from there, someone would go on retainer, uh, you know, packages. But now, um, and, and then I did a bit of Facebook ads too. I keep forgetting about that part. Uh, I messed it up though. I didn't really have a full funnel working. There were some broken links but it was a good experience to learn how about two grand or two thousand dollars can really bring in leads. I mean, I think I got about three hundred leads over two months just into a funnel and had a bunch of email sequences going. So it was pretty interesting. Wow, that's awesome! And then you learn to become a good salesman when you have all those leads to work with. Yeah, because getting on the you know you can have all these leads, but getting on the phone and knowing how to ask the right questions uh, that was a tough one for me because I would ask a question then explore it, but not actually go beyond that and dig deep. And that, that was yeah. the big learning curve for me. Um, and yeah. And you identify what is a good lead and what isn't a good lead. Some people are just kicking tires and not serious. Yeah. They want information. They just want to know your rates. Uh, it's, it depends, right? You have to take them through an experience, but I just illuminate everything to people. I don't like to have the whole tugboat analogy where it's black or white. I like the gray analogy where it's like, you're just open to it. Absolutely. We've got less than a minute to our break. How do you determine who's a good fit for you? Um, if they're willing to go through a huge transformation that is longer than 90 days. I love that. That's fantastic. <laughs> we are coming up to our next break. My very special guest is Jamie Noodleman, and this is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Uh, don't go away. We will talk about his podcast, My Executive Trainer Podcast, right after the show, and a bunch more. We'll be right back. Please stay with us.
is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jamie Noodleman. And I would like to ask you, Jamie, about your show called My Executive Trainer Podcast. How did you decide that you wanted to do a show? I love doing my show, and I know you love doing yours too. So for a long time, I used to be on Snapchat, Instagram. But in the old days, I used to always make video. And I loved talking to the camera. I loved creating vlogs. And this was before I started My Executive Trainer. I loved bringing content to YouTube and just entertaining um, I've always been an entertaining personality. I get told all the time I have a great voice. You know, I can come on here and be who I am. Uh, and I just, I'm not really afraid of anything. But I realized before starting the podcast that I had something, like, it was like an itch. I wanted to build something that is a bit unique. And, you know, the next step of the, of, the, of the journey is how can I challenge myself further? So I started a podcast after I went on a trip to Ohio for a fitness uh, convention and after that, I brought my first guest on and just started talking. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, I didn't have like a full studio setup or I didn't have, you know, the greatest, you know, on-screen things. I was doing video and audio. I just started and I just created content and I took my time and I just uploaded it. iTunes yeah. didn't even come into place for until the 12th episode. I had to re-upload because I didn't know how to do that. Mm. And you know what? Just getting started, that's the number one thing. All successful people just eventually decide to start and take action quickly. And I love that. How long have you been doing this? So this started in March 2017. And I recorded, I like batch recorded so many episodes. I think I have about 28 or 29. Um, only 18 are live. Uh, I had to stop due to the, um, I, I just stopped uploading. But I, I have 18 online and I took it all the way through until I guess uh, February, March is when I did my last one. Um, mm. And now I'm kind of pivoting a little bit because of the switch in business. But I might keep it going. You know, yeah. there's no reason to stop it. And so the focus of your show is? So I got inspired on talking a lot about ritual routines, but more so bringing on business owners and even trainers who just – people in the health field, really, uh, who wanted to share their story. Uh, but more so make it more interactive beyond what they are doing every single day, how they breathe, how they live, how they eat. 
Um, and that in itself is still generic. So I was still finding my way, but it was really just storytelling through a podcast scenario. Wow. Fantastic. What are some of the greatest takeaways that you've gotten from that? From my guests or just in general? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, it was interesting because I had, uh, I've had so many guests on there. It's interesting. I had a guest, uh, I once went to his, his seminar event. I had AJ Merzad on there and we yeah. spoke a lot about energy. I'm sure you, I think you know who he is. Um, He's been on my show too. Yeah. Oh, has he? Yeah. Online super coach. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, I love that guy. His energy is insane. Yes. Uh, he's never negative. He's never upset. So I loved how he just came on and there was just flow state of just talking about supplementation, energy, uh, meditation, running the business. And that's cool. I like that. And then I've had other shows too where I've brought on um, past clients. It's on case study stories talking about what it's like to be in the before position and then being in the after position and also going through it. So it's been really interesting to bring on these different personalities and to just go through that process. Wow, that is fantastic. So let's ask about some things that I think you might be really passionate about discussing. What is your position on caffeine? Yeah, caffeine. It's a uh, it's a great it's a great drug. <laughs> yeah. um, it's one of my favorites as of 2015. Used to be very addicted to coffee. Caffeine, uh, being in coffee, has been my routine for so long. Uh, and I recently just cut it out because of its damaging effects to the adrenal uh, gland in the system, as well as uh, my sensitivity specifically um, to not being able to sleep that well and just being shaky. And it's interesting because coffee's great. You know, coffee can help you with so many things. Uh, in fact, I, I program my brain for when I would drink coffee, switches on, let's work. And I would actually feel it. And a lot of people don't know what that feels like, uh, like energy patterns. But when you drink something, when something kicks in, it's like alcohol. If you've drank or you know tampered with anything else like that, um, you'll notice that when it kicks in, you just want to go. You want you feel a change in your environment and your thinking. But I recently cut out caffeine because I just got tired of it. Uh, I cut out alcohol, caffeine. I cut out wheat. I cut out animal product. I cut out dairy, and I did a, a pure cleanse for just parasites and all this stuff and i realized that we don't need this as as human beings there's way more energy to obtain without caffeine and we get way too addicted so in terms of the cleanse you used is there something specific that you recommend because i know that's a hot topic too yeah like detoxes and cleanse Uh, a lot of people talk about juice cleanses fasting cleanses like i did a three-day water fast about a month ago and that was incredible um, I basically got rid of a viral infection that I was prompted to take uh, amoxicillin, like the antibiotic for. And I'm against I'm against all antibiotics because it's in the food we eat too. So you don't want to create too much of an influx of that in your system, especially for gut health. But um, detoxes, it, I think it's really important for me. I just cut out all this food that I mentioned, so like the mm-hmm. dairy, the caffeine, the alcohol, the wheat, the meat product. I cut all that out just to feel better. And I noticed that when I started eating pure foods like quinoa with a certain organic rice and lots of, you know, green vegetables and a lot more fruit, I felt better. And I mean, fruit that's low in sugar, like berries and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I felt a lot less uh, brain foggish uh, and sluggish. I didn't feel anything that was off or I'm like jumbling my words. I didn't feel the way I felt when I would eat a lot more carbs and potatoes and, you know, the bread sort, like the bread product. It's, it's really interesting. And then my stomach wasn't as bloated and inflamed. So basically what I'm saying is you reduce leaky gut and many other stomach conditions. Wow. And it was amazing. That's fantastic. I, I cut out soda over five years ago, and I don't miss it. I, I don't. Um, I drink more water. I eat or drink uh, Arizona green tea. I love that. Um, 
probably too much sugar in that though. I'm still a little yeah. To that. That's the problem. I used to drink those too when I was a. Uh, I think it was like 17 when I drank those. I love them though too. The ginseng yeah. ones are amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So, how can we improve our sleep? That's a good question. <laughs> um, number one is, and it's funny. You want to sleep at around. You, you want to be offline of any technology. This doesn't mean you have to turn off the phone or the computer. I mean, like, like you want to get away from it as best as you can. Um, but you want to be in bed or at least in a relaxed environment by 10.30, 10.45. I found that whenever I slept before 12 o'clock, I'd wake up the next day feeling way more energetic. And that's just amazing because how many times do we wake up in the morning and we feel like crap? So what happens when we feel like crap after a bad night of sleep? We will reach for coffee, caffeine. We go back to that topic. And then the coffee doesn't help us because when we wake up, our stress levels will increase from cortisol. And then coffee will further increase cortisol. By 11 a.m., we're grabbing the muffins or grabbing the food. And it's crazy because sleep is the, is the cornerstone to anything. If anyone has any issue and they're not sleeping, I say go to sleep. Go to bed early. Shut everything off. Like, turn your phone off completely, too. Like, put that, put that phone on airplane mode because phones are the ca- – like, they're causing so much damage to our heads, to our brains, tumor development, cancer growth, all this stuff. Um, but to narrow it down a little bit more, sleep – it's crucial because our body works on that clock, you know, REM cycle. Uh, you can get seven hours of sleep, seven and a half, let's say. And that's a good number mm-hmm. because every 90 minutes you're going through a full cycle. You know, 90 times two is like, what, 180? And then that's about three hours, six hours. So you get about five cycles at seven and a half. And I like that because you wake up and you feel awesome. But if your sleep patterns are still disrupted by just your bodily condition, you know, let's say you have sleep apnea, let's say you snore too much and your and your your breathing pathways are blocked there there's problems you're not getting the right sleep your system's going to crash so it's important to analyze how you sleep fitbits the apple watch these things tell you how your body works and functions if you have a partner you're with they can tell you too you know last night or 2 days ago my girlfriend told me i elbowed her in the face you know like i would have never known that i move around in my sleep if she didn't say that so as unfortunate as that was, you know, I had to take her out for uh, dinner. <laughs> right. Just the, you know, just me being a uh, boyfriend and all, but um, just feeling bad. It's just your sleep pattern is so important and circadian rhythms are, are very crucial. So um, I found a way to hack health in terms of the sleep pattern. So you can actually sleep and be in a good position and not feel like you're just awake all night after shutting down from being on your computers and your phones. Wow. That's yeah. fantastic. I know you have pretty strong opinions about supplements and how useful they are or maybe aren't. Tell us about that. So tied in with sleep too. Uh, there's a lot of things that I take for sleep. Um, but in general, before I go there, I think supplements are such a huge fad, especially sports supplements. You know, you go to any sports supplement store, the guy behind there is going to tell you to take certain things. You know, you're going to build muscle. You're going to do this or take that. You're going to feel more energy. But I think the way to go about supplementation is, number one is, why are you taking a supplement? Because you're basically supplementing with something that you're not getting through diet. Yeah. Diet, meaning food, a lot of the food production today is not as great as it was before. It's a lot poorer in terms of quality. So you need to actually supplement, which is really funny how the, like, with, with, with the way I said it. Um, supplementation, it's definitely needed. Like You want to be taking some basic things. Like vitamin D, I'm in Canada. For winter, I get no sun. I'm not going to go outside and dance in the snow. I'm not going to go out there you know, wearing a tank top, it's too cold. So I got to take vitamin D, F- omega-3 fish oil. So a lot of our food is omega-6 rich. Omega-6 is not good for the system. Omega-3 helps balance that out. 
and it's crucial to get a nice fish oil in. Not capsule, but I take liquids. Uh, and then, other than that, really, to cancel out any sicknesses, because I can go on, I can go into this for hours, and I'm not even a full-on, you know, masterful expert. It's just I know what works for me. Mm-hmm. I use a, like I, I was getting a stuffy nose about two days ago. I started taking oregano oil. I put one or two drops in my water every morning, or at least before I eat a meal, and just cures the problem. And there's many other things too. You know, protein supplements, you don't need them. They're just there to supplement protein if you're not eating enough. Especially if you're vegan or vegetarian, you might need it. Uh, something I got to do too because I'm going back vegetarian now. And, you know, it's very difficult. But um, supplementation is just very important. And there's a lot of different ways to go about it. And lastly, the tie into sleep. I think it's important to have a certain type of supplement to take that allows you to calm yourself and to not be in that cognition mode of content consistently thinking and the one thing i always suggest clients to take would be a supplement called l-theanine and that is a natural amino acid it's a protein it's found in teas um and it's found in black tea but if you drink black tea it has caffeine so you're pretty much it's counterproductive so you buy l-theanine you take 150 to 250 milligrams that stuff will calm you there's a rare chance it can cause anxiety but that's because it calms you so much that if you're sensitive to it, you're just going to feel like you're lying on the floor and you're just happy. So it's amazing. That's fantastic. We've got less than two minutes to our final break. So let me ask you about the idea of working alone, because a lot of the entrepreneurs that you probably work with work alone in their house or there's no one around or their significant other or their kids are away at school or wherever. How do you solve the loneliness factor when you're working in business by yourself? Yeah, this is a big topic, but I'll have to keep it uh, short. Uh, basically, I'm isolated a lot. I have, I have the choice to work on my own if I go out. But honestly, I work on a desktop computer, so I don't have a laptop that's powerful enough to render you know, the stuff I do. Um, but yeah, it's tough being alone. So I had to find ways to be more happy. So go out, see friends, see my family, uh, you know, girlfriend, and not working as much. So being smart with my time. A big contributor is meditation. I did 90 days for 45 minutes, and it was incredible. That's fantastic. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this is going. My very special guest is Jamie Noodleman, and we will come right back after the break. And this is Success Profiles for Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will return shortly. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network, radio with a cutting edge. It's March, you never heard. July is National 
Ice Cream Month. As if we needed a reason to celebrate ice cream. Would you believe the average American eats 45.8 pints of ice cream a year? Here's the scoop on some ice cream lingo. In Pennsylvania, the paper cone used to hold ice cream is called a tut. Sprinkles or jimmies on top of ice cream are called ants in California and outsiders and logs in Vermont. The world record for ice cream eating is 1.75 gallons in 8 minutes. Oh, I feel a brain freeze coming on. What's another word for brain freeze? Sphenopalatine ganglia neuralgia. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Jamie Noodleman. And once again, you can grab my newest book, Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers in bookstores at Barnes & Noble for sure. And also on Amazon. Love it if you would pick that up and even leave a review when you're done. That'd be amazing. So, Jamie, we're coming down the home stretch. So let's talk about health and nutrition from a mindset perspective. If you really want to create a great body and get into healthy shape, you have to believe it's possible for you first, right? I mean, is, doesn't it, that where it starts? Yeah, you can't walk. You can't just walk into a gym and not know why you're there. I think, and I think it's taken out of proportion. But I believe that everyone has a vision and a purpose. We all have a purpose and a something to fulfill on the inside. There's something there that makes us feel amazing. Uh, but when you want to lose weight or build muscle, whatever the goal is, you have to come to it naturally. You have to think about why do I feel like said emotion and how do I want to change it to this futuristic, you know, emotion. But you could do that right now. You can literally change the way you think in this moment. And I'm sure you've talked about this before with many guests. You know, the power mm-hmm. of visualization, meditation, mm-hmm. gratitude, affirmation, the common practices that will make you feel so good in this moment. It, yeah. it definitely works. Absolutely. Let's talk about the idea of creating joy. I know this is a topic that you really like. Yes. This, is a, this was something that I needed. Uh, I remember I hired a coach back in September. And the number one thing he, he I remember him telling me was he said to himself when he met me out because he came on my podcast and it was amazing because we spoke and then we got on another call, which is when he sold me on this coaching because he, he said to him, so he said about me, man, this guy doesn't smile. And if, if you follow me or look at me, uh, you'll notice that I don't smile a lot of my photos. And that's because I've been so naturally used to not smiling from my old you know, teenage years when I was a gamer. I was very insecure, very introverted, I'm not confident, afraid to ask a girl on a date. Like, <laughs> it's amazing how that will change the way you feel. Um, but joy and being happy, it, it's so simple, yet we've lost touch with that. So I spent, like I mentioned earlier, I did a lot of meditation, 45 minutes for 90-day stretch. And... It was incredible because I would do the meditation. I would breathe in and out a lot. Uh, if you're familiar with Wim Hof and his breathing techniques, I did a lot of that in the shower. Uh, I would just scream. and Maybe not scream loud, but I would just let it out. That's why working out when you lift heavy weight, when they tell you not to grunt, it's like, dude, if I grunt, I let out my emotion. It's in my stomach. So one of the big things for me was to get happier, to feel better about myself because I realized I didn't love myself. 
And a lot of us don't. We, we think we do, but we love the things around us, like the, you know, this microphone, this computer, this, you know, my, my, my car, my, 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 my home. But it's about the things inside, internally. And so many people have a disconnect on what that means. It means that you're okay with what you have, that you are, you're okay with the person you are, not defined by clothing, watches, materialistic value. It's about being able to love the person in your heart and to choose with your heart too, which is a big component because our brain, our mind, it's so logical that it will get in the way. It'll make us consider things, think about this or spending this much money or all these different concepts, which to some point can be fair to go through. If you're trying to buy a car or a house, you got to think that through. But your heart can tell you so much more, just like the gut feeling in your stomach can when it comes to choosing the right relationship or doing the right thing for a partner or helping a friend, being supportive. And you know it's right because you feel it inside. So happiness and joy comes from being, being okay with where you're at and illuminating what your inside tells you outward. And Absolutely. everyone else will love it. That is fantastic. So, Jamie, what has surprised you about your journey so far? So one thing someone told me was that, it, you know, it was actually my mother. That's funny. I thought it was a friend. Uh, it was my mother. And, you know, it's funny. People get – some people get bogged down about their parents. And I used to shy away from my family, like, when they would comment on my posts. And now I've just been cool with it because, you know, family matters. Um, but I was, on the, I was on a phone call with my mother, I think, a week or two ago. And we don't talk as much because, uh, you know, I moved out about a year ago. And it's been a crazy different ride. Um, but we spoke and she says, you know, I have, she's like, I have to be honest. I have no idea what you're ever doing, even if it's health or video or this, but what I like the most is that you're always trying to do something. You're always going, you're not stopping. And I think that made me realize that people will get comfortable and stop. And for me, I don't like comfort. I feel like comfort will make me feel less about who I am and I'll feel awkward. I'll feel like I feel disappointed in who I am. So that's the big thing, being knowing that I'm in the moment and trying and trying something new. And if one thing doesn't work, I move to the next. And I think you've seen this along this uh, our, through us being connected because I've been pivoting and shifting and always trying new things on Facebook or posting and just always having something new to bring to the table. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. So if you could give advice to the 18 year old version of yourself, what would you tell him? Hmm. Keep on gaming. No, um, I would tell myself. Man, that's a really good question. I got to give an answer to this, though, because this is a really important question. This is mm -hmm. really important. Uh, you know, I would tell myself to focus more on the career aspect of life and doing what I love. Because mm -hmm. for a long time, I used to I used to use relationships, so dating women, as my getaway. And then I hit this this wall which sparked the business, by the way, in 2015. And it was the catalyst because I, I realized, wow, I need to focus on my career more. And that led to the books. I read like 25, 30 books in a year. And it just pff, completely changes you. So I would tell myself to start reading at the age of 18. Yeah. What are some of the most influential books that you have read? Got to back up a bit. Uh, I found, so Tim Ferriss had some cool books. Uh, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now and A New yep. Earth was powerful. I find that books such as I read a book I read two books for, so the being breaking the habit of being yourself by Joe Dispenza he's awesome he talks about the mind while we meditate what happens when we're younger how our parents and you know family can influence us and friends can influence us you know I was bullied when I was 12 
So that made me more insecure and not as much as a confident person. Uh, I wasn't bullied. I may be in a different position. You know what I mean? I could be working in a financial corporation, in a company. Who knows where I'd be? So that book changed the way I think about how, you know, the, how, how we are raised and how we are grown up. And then I guess lastly, I like the book Essentialism because it talks about not, not, not confusing your life with millions of things to do, like to-do lists. It, it talks about focus on one thing and then like one major thing and then a minor thing and just focusing on those two and that's it. Don't complicate the system. Fantastic. Do you have a specific morning routine that you follow? Morning routine? Yeah. So I wake up. I go to bed around 12, 1 o'clock at night. I wake up by 8 or 9. Uh, one of the companies I work with, we, we de- they developed a sleep supplement, which has the one I spoke about, L-theanine in it, as well as another bunch of compounds like ashwagandha. I take that, knocks me out. I sleep like a baby. I wake up feeling energized. I meditate, hot to cold shower. If it's a training day, I'll go work out, come back, start my, my food prep, because it's very simple, especially being vegetarian. And then I will start my day. Sometimes I'll game for an hour. I made a Facebook post about this today. I'll game for an hour because I just don't feel ready to start. It's a feeling because I block my time. I do two sprints where it's about two to four hours. Uh, it's mainly four. But I do two four-hour uh, work sprints. So there's one this evening where I'm doing like three hours of editing. But then during the day, I did about two hours of uh, client work. It's a Monday. You know, Monday yeah. can be fun. And yeah. that's what I do. Absolutely. What is the scariest thing you've ever done? question's tough uh so in 2017 i hired a coach i let a coach take over everything i knew which sucked because he was making me eat high protein diets uh restricting my carbs at the track calories weigh my food then i had to pay for photo shoots in advance uh, my photo shoots were in chicago and it taught me to really be okay with walking into uncertainty so i went there and booked a second shoot just because of it and drove there i drove to chicago in my car thinking it would break down it didn't and then i basically pulled off these two photo shoots and that created all the uh i guess i would say photography pieces for my business so it was scary to do that because i didn't believe in myself but Mm. it turned out great yeah you look great (laughs) thanks man (laughs) it's tough but there is still an insecurity about that yeah, there is. Uh, you know, people tell me I look great. You know, I, I've had women say like, p- women think I'm this this stud or this you know this date slayer who goes on tons of dates and you know all this stuff. I'm like, no, I'm. <laughs> I don't. I don't think of myself as good looking. I'm confident, right? But I don't ever think about that stuff. So when people say it to me, I get very awkward, and it's mm. almost like a autopilot thing. I'm trying to figure out how to break that. Absolutely. If you were starting over today, knowing what you know right now, what would you do differently? Number one, dive into books. Number two, calm myself down and not freak out because nothing that I've ever freaked out about has ever been that bad. So like if you miss a credit card payment or you've spent too much money or um, that's a whole new different podcast, by the way, how I remove my feeling of money. And then um, what else would I do? I, I would literally just start the business earlier on because I was totally able to do it just by trying. I learned during the entire process and the journey. Awesome. So my last question that I ask everyone, Jamie, is who inspires and motivates you? Hmm. In the past, I used to say myself, and I still do think I inspire myself because I'm always trying. I never really have people above me who I look up to. You know what I mean? Because that's someone else on their own journey, and their way of getting to success is not always the way I'm going to get to success. And there's always ways to do that. 
But I, I, I like to say that I inspire myself because I'm always trying. Fantastic. And I'm always doing. Great. So how can we get a hold of you? How can we try with you, vibe with you? How can we learn what you're doing? Three things. Don't worry, they're not crazy. Number one, connect with me on Facebook. Facebook.com slash trainer.jamie. The second thing is, if you like health stuff, if you like what I talked about, myexecutivetrainer.com, you can learn more. And then what I'm working on right now is I'm writing a book called Transformational Awareness. And it's talking about this, like what we spoke about today, happiness, joy. And that is going to be on jamienoodleman.com slash book. Great. And that is J-A-M-I-E-N-U-D-E-L-M-A-N, right? Yep. You got it. Dot com. JamieNoodleman.com. All right. Any final thoughts or any words of wisdom you'd like to pass off uh, as we start to wind down here shortly? Number one, life is short. And I'm only 26. So, uh, you know, perhaps your viewers are a little older, a little younger. Depending on where you are, just remember to have fun. You know, I'm 26 and I keep getting told that I'm doing so much. But sometimes I get stubborn and my ego gets in the way. But I've just learned to dissolve my ego, start looking at life as something that's cherishable and to give back to help others. You know, I want to start supporting charities soon, mm -hmm. different groups, uh, just because why not? You know, it's not about being a millionaire. It's about just being happy in the moment. You Absolutely. don't need money. You just need to do what you love. So choose from the heart. Awesome. Thanks for being here, Jamie. It's been fun. Thank you, Brian. This has been incredible. I love this. Uh Awesome. And everyone, please join us next week, uh, every Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern, uh, where we interview world-class achievers and learn what they achieved and what they overcame and how we can learn those lessons. And you can listen to the replay at successprofilesradio.com. You can also download and subscribe to the show on iTunes as well. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next week, have a great one, everyone. Goodbye. For being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright, each week we'll explore different aspects of success.